twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about a new Bluetooth-enabled, smartphone-controlled, and programmable mobile amateur radio from VGC. We'll also tell you about a TYT transceiver that rivals the Balfung UV5R in features, performance, and price, and take some of your comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialists. A few years ago, a company called VGC introduced a mobile radio to the market called the VR6600 Pro. While it was an interesting radio, on our review, we decided not to carry it at the time. Now, the company just introduced a brand new mobile radio, and this one really got our attention. It's the VRN7500, and it could be a real game changer. It has no display, is Bluetooth enabled, and can be fully programmed, operated, and updated directly from a smartphone. Yeah, I really like this radio. And I've played with this radio more in probably the last few weeks than um, I have uh, any other radio in a while. Just because it's it's so different and it's, um, you know, just getting to getting familiar with the features of the radio and uh, what it can do and, and trying to figure it out. I've spent a lot of time with the radio and we've made a couple videos, three videos three on this videos, radio yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I feel qualified to say that I like this radio, but I, I'm still not an expert on everything it, that it can do. And that's more, I think, a testament to the features that VGC has built into this product. Now, now who is VGC? I mean, it's not a really well known name in the, in the, uh, radio space that I know of. Um, VGC stands for Vero Global Communications. You um, may also see them referred to as Vero Telecom. Mm -hmm. Um, They aren't very popular in the United States, from what I can tell. Um, But they've been making radios for a while, and uh, the company has been around for a long time. I think they used to be more in, like, telephony-type equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. But um, they made a pretty good radio here. Yeah, they seem to, at least uh, as far as we've all been playing. And all three of us have been playing around with this radio quite a bit in the last few weeks. Now, you guys took it out on the road a little bit, right? Did some testing with it. What was your first impression on that? I I was the one that took it out in the truck and drove around. Anthony was talking to me back here at the office. And really, for that test, what... Um, I guess we should maybe start by talking about what's different about this radio a little bit so that before I get into what the app can do and all that, maybe we should explain that 
Um, the radio has no display. It's, it's kind of a small, uh, footprint for a radio and, and for a mobile radio, mm-hmm. 40, uh, 40 and 50 watts of power, depending on whether you're on VHF or UHF. And it is, is dual band. But, uh, the idea with this radio is if you have a, uh, vehicle and you don't want to have to deal with, uh, mounting a radio for installation, this radio will fit snugly under a seat or in your trunk or it can be tucked out of the way somewhere and you don't have to have anything connected to it other than a power cable because the hand mic um you can use bluetooth um as a hand mic or um you can use your cell phone the display of the radio is non-existent <laughs> there's one button on this ra- on the front of the radio and it's a power button Everything else is controlled through your smartphone. Um, there's an app for iOS and Android. So you install the app on your phone, connect Bluetooth to the radio, and all of the settings for the radio can be adjusted through your phone. You, you program the frequencies. You uh, set up your channels. There's a settings feature where, you know, anything that you would normally find in a settings menu, you change through your smartphone. You can also press the talk button. There's a, a like a virtual PTT on the phone and you can press that and talk using your mic on your phone. Um, so essentially everything that you can do on this radio, you can do it directly from your phone. Everything. 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 <laughs> and, and that's the best thing because you, you, don't have to worry about wiring. You don't have to worry about mounting a radio somewhere. We hear from people who, you know, you buy a brand new car. There's really mm-hmm. no place in newer vehicles to mount a radio easily. It's going to be out of the way no matter where you put it. Or you're going to have to, um, you know, rip things out of your dash and put in some kind of special kit to, to make room for a radio. With with this VRN seventy five hundred, they make they solve that problem. That's probably the best way to put it. But Anthony and I took this radio out. I was driving around with it to um, get a feel for how the smartphone integration works, and I really like the way they've done it. You you um, you see a grid of your sixteen channels, and to switch channels, of course, you just tap on a square for the channel that you want. But um, we're playing with the power settings right there on the main screen. You can switch from low, medium, high power, and that overrides the default that you've built into the channel. There's um, map. We didn't even really get into the mapping, but there's a way with this radio to um, – it has GPS built in. It'll transmit your location uh, with every transmission, and there's a map. So you can see a dot for um, everyone you're communicating with, assuming the radio um, – has GPS built in. Mm-hmm. We didn't get into testing that, but that that's built in core to to the app, the Android app anyway. I would say the core features are what we went over. The um the it's um Bluetooth enabled. So mm-hmm. you of course can use a smartphone instead of a display. You can use a Bluetooth hand mic instead of a wired hand mic. Now that Bluetooth hand mic isn't included. It's a separate accessory. There's also a Bluetooth push to talk button. Mm -hmm. So I would say the core features of this radio are its Bluetooth functionality. And 
they they do it really well. I mean, we've looked at some Bluetooth devices before, and um, a lot of times we get that those types of devices in, test them out, and decide not to carry them because they're they're very cumbersome. You mm-hmm. can with Bluetooth, there's a pairing process where you have to um, pair your device with um, with the Bluetooth accessory, and sometimes that is hard to do confusing, unreliable, it loses connections, loses memory. I didn't have any of those issues with this radio. It paired right up every time. Um, and the accessories, the push-to-talk button, the Bluetooth mic worked flawlessly. And, um, you know, I was expecting with the Bluetooth functionality to have some kind of weird pairing issue, but it just didn't materialize. Um, as far as other features, uh, there are th- the radio is an a- analog radio. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot of the features you would expect in a standard analog radio. It's dual band VHF UHF. Um, it supports um, sixteen channels and sixteen channels per region. I guess I should say, but there is uh, sort of an undefined number of regions. Yeah, let's talk about that for just a minute. What does that really mean? I mean, we we have, of course, in our product description, mm-hmm. n regions times sixteen channels. What, yeah. what what does how many regions are n the number of regions? Well, that's um, that's how VGC defines it. They say n times sixteen channels or something. It's something a variable. Like it's a variable. <laughs> it's a variable, and they're calling most. Most businesses or most radios will call call these zones. Like mm-hmm. zone is a group of channels. VGC calls it a region. So through the app, there's a region list. And you can add, uh, from what I can tell, an undefined number of regions. Each region gets 16 channels. And then uh, when you're looking at the uh, the app, there's a button you can press to switch between regions. Every time you switch regions, you get a new bank of channels. So uh, the way I read it is it's an undefined number of 16-channel regions. That's but, the way I've been saying it. But there has to be a limit somewhere in terms of memory on the radio. See, I thought it, it had to do with memory on how much memory you had on your phone, since it, a lot of this was smartphone control. But apparently, that's not really the case. Anthony, you've been getting calls from people uh, asking that specific question, just how... Yeah, many people, people have been asking. I think we got it up to 50 zones. I think we stopped. Right? Yeah, we just kept pressing the plus button. Right. To, to, I mean, uh, I, I think that's, <laughs> especially on analog, that's probably more than enough channels. But, of course, there's some people out there that want to know well, we haven't how many hit, are there. We haven't mm-hmm. hit a limit. Right. I mean, uh, I, and they, you would think if the limit were a reasonable or low number, mm-hmm. they would they would define right. it. Instead of sort of leaving it unlimited, but certainly there is a limit. I mean, I, you probably wouldn't be there able to put to a million no, there <laughs> regions has to be. on We just here. don't know what it is, right? And apparently, VGC doesn't really tell anybody. It could be a, a memory thing, like maybe um, maybe if you only have one channel per region, you can have a million. But if you use sixteen channels in the region, you can only have a hundred thousand. So yeah, it yeah. could be. I mean, we're, we just we're don't speculating know. here. It's what we do best. <laughs> exactly. So to answer the question, if anyone's uh, wondering about that, we just 
simply don't know. Just try it. I'll tell you what, um, and Anthony, I think you you suggested, somebody suggested the other day, uh, uh, buy one of these things, pu- push it to the max, push it to the max as far as that's concerned, and then tell us, let us know. Yes. And, and uh, you know, so we know. If if you max it out, let us know what you came up with. Yeah. Could be a t-shirt in there for you. <laughs> Sounds like a fair trade. Yeah, I think so. And we'll let everyone else know. Someone figures that out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, where were we? We were going through uh, features of this this uh, radio. Yeah, yeah. Some uh, you said analog, dual band, UHF, VHF. Uh, this is an amateur radio. It's an amateur. It is. Uh, I guess let's talk about what you can legally do with it. It's yeah. um, part fifteen type okay, accepted. And basically, that is legal just for ham radio use. I believe they are shipping this radio unlocked with a wider frequency range. At mm-hmm. least for now, they're shipping this radio unlocked, so it will support 400 to 470, I believe. But um, because of the way it's certified, you're only supposed to use the ham yeah. frequency band. Um, so that's 144 to 148. And four twenty to four four fifty, and uh, I could see a lot of hams getting behind this radio. I, I could see them, uh, a lot of them getting uh, uh, really, uh, really involved with this, especially in their vehicles, uh, or even as a base station. I think uh, would still be pretty cool as a base station, uh, controlling yeah. everything from your smartphone. I, we, I no, wouldn't use it that way, to be honest you know, with you. I, it's really more mobile, designed to be a mobile. I think that, yeah, the, the beauty of this radio is not having to install it in your car. You just mm-hmm. throw it in the trunk, throw it under a seat, and then presumably people are already using their smartphones in their car like for Waze or Google Maps or you know things like that. So if you already have a, a setup for mounting your smartphone in your car, then you're set already with this radio. Using it as a base station, I think... Well, I've got the radio right in front of me. Do I really want to pull out my cell phone at that yeah, point? That's and, true. And that's that's true. Or tablet. If you have a tablet nearby, you can yeah. do it. Use it with the tablet. But yeah, this is primarily designed with um, mobile use in mind in a vehicle. You know, in our video, and if you haven't seen our video yet, get get up there on our YouTube channel, YouTube dot com slash by two radios, or on our website at by two radios dot com on our blog. Check or on the product page for the uh, N7500, and uh, check out this video. Uh, we have we actually show this thing in action, and I, I think that's uh, one of the things that I, I think is, is uh, really cool about this video is that it really shows you how this radio operates in the field. And I think that one portion of the video, I think, will make people understand, oh, you know, this is definitely something different. Because we, we had it under the seat. In, in, right. in the truck and and showed it working uh, in operation and um, I, I you know the fact that there are really no wires other than than the power source I, I think is uh, is really I think it's really the coolest thing about this radio yeah we also have it um, tied into the Bluetooth uh, system of in the, vi- vehicle. Of the yeah. vehicle yeah, yeah. so yeah. like um, you know, any um, newer vehicle is going to have Bluetooth built in for the purpose of connecting to a cell phone. Like if you receive a phone call, you can answer the phone and talk hands-free 
through the car speaker system. Well, you can do that with this radio. Mm-hmm. You can have all the, the sound from the radio come through the vehicle speakers. And then when you talk back, there's a wireless push to talk accessory. And um, you press that button. It'll wrap around your steering wheel or um, a shifter knob or something like that. Um, you press the talk button and it activates the mic on your vehicle um, Bluetooth system. Yeah, we, and we show this. We show this in the video. So, so go check it out. I think you, you'll really uh, you'll really be impressed with it. We were. Uh, that's for sure. And, you know, another thing about this radio, it, it isn't like a little dinky uh, radio. I mean, this it's small, but it's really, really solid. This thing is really heavy metal construction. It's a very solid radio. There's no internal speaker in it. Um, so, and, and I wouldn't call it waterproof or water resistant per se, but it, it's it's really built solid. Yeah, it's it's definitely sturdy. Um, some people probably aren't going to like that there's no internal speaker in the radio, mm-hmm. but I think that goes with the uh, theme of this this actual radio is meant to be put out of sight and away from the driver. Mm-hmm. All the sound is through the hand mic or through your um, phone or the um, or, or through the vehicle, through the vehicle speaker. speaker. Yeah. Speaker. Um, it includes the wired, a wired hand mic and the speaker in that wired hand mic is very loud. Same with the optional Bluetooth hand mic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty simple mic. I, one thing about the mic, I like that they've gone with uh, a magnet instead of um, like a hook or a, a clip for the yeah. mic. So um, yeah, we want, show that in the video too. Yeah, if it's, you if you want to attach the mic to your vehicle or something, you just you just need something metal and it sticks right to it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about while you're driving picking up a mic or getting a clip back on a, a hook somewhere. Yeah, I think this is a, a very very cool device um i I think this is going to go over big with the ham community yeah let's look at the um feature list here see if there's anything we missed fm radio has a fm radio built in in. radio Mm -hmm. of course you probably already have one of those in your car but there's one on the radio also (laughs) uh morse code decoder Let's talk about that for just a moment. Um, we demonstrated that in, in the follow-up video because we have a couple of other videos on this on the Android app, installing and using that, and the iPhone app. Um, and in the Android app, we actually showed this uh, pretty much in action just briefly. But- I wouldn't say in action. We, we activate the feature while we're doing a screen record and we just let it go. Yeah. But um, I don't know I- what it was picking up. Yeah, I I haven't played I haven't played with the Morse code decoder uh, in depth to have it decode any Morse code, <laughs> but uh, I think the idea is it uses your phone's. I don't think it's tied to the radio at all. I think that it uses your phone's microphone, and you could hold your phone next to um, something that's producing Morse code, and it would translate supposedly it, yeah. translate it. Yeah. Um, but um, I didn't test that out. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. None, nevertheless, it's still a very unique feature. Yeah, and it's in there. Uh, APRS is another thing that I'm not super familiar with, mm-hmm. but um, there's a lot of APRS features built into the radio and the Android app. Um, so I, that's not something we messed around with either, but I believe that uh, also lets you do location tracking and it ties into the GPS and uh, that type of thing. There's um, also a network feature 
through the app. It will let you connect to a network location where it uses your um, internet connection through your phone to get a radio signal. Well, let's let's uh, explore that one a little bit further because I think there's a little bit more to it than just that. There's there's the possibility that you can actually go global with this because of that connectivity, right? Yeah, that's that's what it is. You're, you're connecting to a network repeater somewhere or a network server that handles the communication. Now, that's something we also haven't played with. Mm-hmm. But um, there's also the option to tie an analog channel into a network location. So have fun with that. That could be a big, big uh, deal for hams. Yeah. So um, so there's a lot to like about this radio. And, of course, with the optional Bluetooth uh, speaker mic and then the, the push-to-talk uh, button, I, I think uh, if, if you get the whole ensemble, I think you really, really have something in your vehicle that you'd really enjoy uh, using and playing around with. But uh, having said all that, um, we we do need to to talk about a few things, uh, a few items of note about the radio. Some things that we we did find, some observations. Yeah, that- there's a couple of things I'm I don't like in particular, but there are things that I think will be fixed. I like I said in the video, I think the hardware on this radio is there. I, mm-hmm. I think the hardware is is a hundred percent. We didn't see any hardware issues with the Bluetooth, the, the way the radio wor- operates. No, it worked great. Yeah, all that's great. The issues I had were with the app and with both apps, really. Mm-hmm. The Android app is um, the one they've developed first. It has the most features. Um, so if if you want to really be able to take advantage of the radio, you need Android. So that's uh, like an Android. T- you can get a, a Fire um Android Fire tablet, I believe, from Amazon for 50 bucks or something and, and install the app on it. Um, so if you have an iPhone and you need a, an Android app to take advantage of everything, you can get an Android device pretty cheaply. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, the Android app, you have to install the app manually. You have to go to VGC's website, download an APK file, and Go into your device and say, yes, I give this permission to install manual APKs. And it just seems like a weird and troublesome process. It's not a hard. little cumbersome to, yeah. to install. They need to get their app in the Google Play App Store. Mm-hmm. And um, they told me they plan on doing this at some point. And it may be that they're, they're, they're still under development, so they don't want to have to update the app all the time in, in Google. So they haven't done that yet. But um, I really wish they would. It would make installation a lot easier. But on the flip side, it's in the the Apple Apple Store, and and that is really a breeze to install compared yeah, to yeah, a, yeah. They've it's they've done that automatic. for the, the Apple side. You can go to the the um, App Store for the iPhone, and it's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, easy to install. Unfortunately, on that side of things, they're missing some features like uh, all the mapping, the APRS stuff that. Morse code decoder. So that one's still under development, essentially. Yeah, that that one, the iOS app is missing features mm-hmm. <laughs> compared to the Android app. So there's a little, <laughs> there's a, an upside and a downside to each one of those apps, I guess. Right. Uh, right. To using each one. So it kind of depends on what you have. And uh, well, but fortunately, we have a couple of videos that help you through that. 
Yeah, we do have an Android video that walks you through the installation. Mm-hmm. And um, really using the app isn't that bad. Getting it installed, it, it, some people are going to maybe need the video because it's a couple of steps you're not going to be used to, downloading a file and then changing those permissions. Um, but Android really is the best way to get the, the best experience with this radio. Mm-hmm. It's just going to take a little bit more work to get it in, you know, into your phone. That's that's about it. But once you get it in there, that's great. Now, one of the really cool things about this app is the updating. That's one of the things that really impressed me oh, about yeah, it. yeah. We didn't talk about that. Before. Yeah. Um, firmware updates go straight through the app. So when you open the app, it connects to the radio, it checks the version, and if there's a new firmware version, it'll prompt you right there, hey, there's a new firmware version. Click here to update. So it just automatically updates the firmware on this radio. That's That's pretty amazing. You know, I think that's... Uh, a good, great selling point for a lot of, I think a lot of hams are really going to go for this radio just for the update feature alone. How easy it is. I mean, think about it. Most of these other radios, if they want to, oh, some of them, like the Baofeng UV5R and things like that, they're not even up, they're, they're not even firmware updatable right. at this point. Um, but programming them. It is a hassle for a lot of people because, uh, you know, having to deal with some of the, uh, some of the software and some of the uh, connectivity issues that they have between the programming cables and their computer and, and the radio and all that sort of thing. I mean, you know, we, we get calls on that sort of thing all the time, but this thing, it's, it's such a breeze. You know, it's something you don't even have to think about too yeah. much. It, it's like updating Windows or something where it says the updates available. Click here to install. And the programming is pretty much instantaneous. I mean, you pick up your phone and you change some programming options or you program the radio right then and there. It's kind of a no brainer and it's instantaneous. Yeah. When, when you change channels, for example, it, it beeps to confirm the channel change. And as you, you're clicking the grid of channels, it, it beeps instantaneously. Like, um, it gets, uh, the, uh, there's no lag time, I guess I should say. Yeah. I mean, you, you can, you can assign a name to a channel. You can add new, fre- you know, put in frequencies to a channel. You can assign CTCSS and DCS codes to a channel. And it's all just right there. It's very, very easy, very simple. Yeah, I really think they're on to something here. I think that um, it's it's a unique radio. I haven't seen anything like this before. No, um, it's they, pretty amazing, actually. They've got uh, a good idea here that I think they're going to – I think it's going to be successful. And based and the, on how our sales have been, uh, I would say people are into this radio. We, they're, uh, as we record this, um, we're out of stock already. <laughs> but uh, so so we got an initial order and it's just all gone, and right? So we're they're know. out. We we have more coming in any day now. So maybe by the time you you hear this, um, we'll be restocked. But uh, and what's the price point? I, I think that VGC was uh, their their um, MSRP was like one eighty nine or something. But uh, but oh. it's not. That's not what it's selling for. Goodness. Um, yeah, that's that's really the best part. You hear all this, and I was kind of expecting this to be a little more on the pricey side. I thought maybe a three hundred dollar radio or yeah. four hundred dollar radio. It's not. So was I. It's uh, MSRP is one ninety nine, and um, we have them for one fifty nine ninety five. 
one fifty nine ninety five. One fifty nine ninety five. That's it's pretty um, amazing. I think that's a, a fantastic price. That's probably why they're selling so well because you do expect the price to be higher mm-hmm. um, when you see what it does. But I mean, if you think about it, it's they, they don't have a display on this thing. They don't have a speaker in this thing it, because they're offloading so much into the app. I think that keeps their costs down for the hardware. Anthony, what kind of feedback have you been getting from customers on this radio so far? I haven't had any feedback. None at all. It's been yeah. pretty pretty quiet. They yeah. just they just take the radio and run. Huh? Well, I mean, we, really, we just started selling them last last week, so we haven't had any other than a few people that had some issues with the the app. Mm-hmm. But other than oh that, yeah, installing, installing the Android app. app. That's yeah. it. I mean, I haven't heard anything. Usually, when a new radio comes out, we're getting bombarded with. Yeah, you from I mean, day one, right? Uh, we we turn into us from a sales office to a complete technical support office. Um, but yeah, which so, um, I think that that shows how user friendly the radio is. I think if we're not hearing any, because usually if if there are issues, we're going to hear them right away. But oh, no we're, doubt, we're not hearing anything. It's I just crickets. Single, so no returns, and I mean, you think with there being no manual in there, it's. Yeah, that's the other complaint. Oh, that I had. is the one thing. There's no, you know, there's no manual. So there's a quick but, start guide, but that's <laughs> yeah, there's a quick start guide with a link to the app. And if you if you go into the app, there's a link to the manual, like as if you know, click here to view the manual. But it it doesn't, doesn't go work. anywhere. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we know how the Chinese manuals are. They yeah. suck. Yeah, I mean, across the board. So maybe that's a good thing, right? I mean, I, but I think this radio is easy enough to use that. I mean, I don't know if we have an advantage because we play with radios all day long, but I was pretty much able to download the app and on my Apple phone and navigate through that, you know, make changes, you know, things like that. It's pretty simple to use. Yeah. So I guess that's why we haven't heard anything from no complaints. Yeah. You know, the nobody's complaining about this radio. Some of the advanced stuff like the APRS and uh, the network channels. Um, even the mapping, I think they need some documentation on. Those are things that, you know, we would have, we didn't really spend any time looking at that because mm-hmm. it wasn't readily apparent to me how to get it working. You know, we, we looked at the basic radio stuff, setting up channels and um, using the app or changing settings, that kind of thing. But the... Those three things, the network channels, the APRS, and the, the mapping with transmitting your location, I, I think we would have spent more time doing that if mm-hmm. they had a manual that said, here's here's exactly what you need to do. Because we were really just guessing with that. Well, but how many, you, know, you think about it, how many uh, amateur uh, radio operators are going to really use some of those features like the APRS? I mean, how many of them actually use it? I think APRS is fairly popular. I mean, I'd heard of it before. I haven't ever ever used it I've personally. I've never dealt with APRS myself. The, I've talked to a guy from our local club here that's really intrigued by it. That and the network connectivity part of it. So I think a lot of I think if it's there, people are going to, especially if people have the capability of knowing where they're talking to or or um, being able to talk all around the world. Mm-hmm. I think they're all for it. And and I don't know, like looking at the APRS setup on on uh, the app, I don't know if because I haven't used APRS before, maybe someone that's already familiar with APRS will look at the configuration for that 
and it will make complete sense to them and they'll, they'll be able to, you know, fill in the blanks and, and get this thing set up in no time. Mm-hmm. I looked at that setup screen and it was confusing to me because I haven't used APRS before. So I said, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to learn. APRS at this point in time, we've got a video to shoot. So, uh, <laughs> I'm moved three. on. Yeah. See, I, you know, for what I do in the hobby, I, I never, I don't have a, I don't know, I don't do anything. Never had to do anything. Never had a need for APRS for what I do in the hobby. And there are a lot of hams out there that, um, that I talk to that like, I don't, need it. I don't do anything with it because I'm just doing it for, you know, whatever I'm doing with the hobby. And everybody does something different with with ham radio. But, right. It, it, it um, is such a wide hobby. I mean, we don't really do anything with HF and, you know, most hams are in the HF mm-hmm. side of things. But so, uh, but overall, this uh, this looks like it's going to be uh, a pretty big, pretty big deal. Uh, it already is since we've uh, really... Uh, been selling out on these things so far. Yeah, really take a look at this radio. At least watch the video and and let us know what you think. Are they onto something here? Is there something already out there that that has features like this that we're just not aware of? Uh, those those are things I'd like to know. I think they're breaking some ground here, and I think that we're this is just the first of many many products that we're going to see coming out in the near future utilizing this type of a system. Yeah, I I think you're right. Um, I wonder, I haven't seen anything like this before, but then, you know, there are like, we don't sell Yesu, Kenwood, the, mm-hmm. the big brand ham, uh, radios. So I don't know, maybe there's something that one of the big manufacturers has that, that works similar to this. If Could there be. is, I don't know about it. Could be. I haven't really seen it, but, um, yeah, I, I, I like this. It looks uh, very, very promising. But, of course, this isn't the only radio we have here we're going to talk about today. We, we've got another radio that uh, uh, maybe not as uh, as excitingly new as this one, but it's still, it still has uh, – it's still worth talking about. Yeah, you know what? Maybe it is as exciting as this. I, I sent out an email blast – um, and we've had this, um, and we're going to talk about the TYT THUV88, which is a very low price radio. We've got this thing for $34.99 right now. It's a ham radio, dual band, UHF, VHF, HT. Um, yeah, there are a lot of those kind of radios out there. <laughs> but what there, makes there this one? What makes this one so special? Well, we've had these radios since December or so, mm-hmm. and uh, they weren't that exciting to me when we got them in. We haven't really featured them in a newsletter. We haven't really featured them in a video, or I don't even think we mentioned them on our social media channel. Or it was like just that. another dual bander uh, right. handheld. That's- it was at a really good price point, which is why we brought them in, but. I sent this email blast that featured this radio, and we had a promotion. We're giving away a free quick reference card yeah, or something yeah. like that with them. So that was the promotion. We sent out the email blast. This was our most successful email blast in history. That's it, saying a lot. <laughs> as, as far <laughs> as the amount is. of sales it generated, it, it's uh, – I could not believe it. And as far as the number of people opening the email and clicking on the link. Um, so I think maybe we underestimated this radio, but it could be my clickbaity subject on the email as well. 
I, I put a subject mm-hmm. of is something like uh, Baofeng UV5R killer from TYT, <laughs> question mark. You know, that's, that's really clickbaity. I normally I, don't do I, that I got in our attention, emails. though. But it was something that we were talking about uh, early on when we got this radio in. Uh, is, is it? Is it a uh, UV5R killer or is it at least a contender for the UV5R? Because that, that's something we've been searching for. And the UV5R is probably the single most popular radio on the planet. It uh, has been for, for a number of years. And uh, there are a lot of other radios that have, uh, have popped up here and there, a ton of other radios. The, the, the market is just saturated with, with dual-band radios along of that ilk. Um, but none of them have ever really seemed to come close to the popularity that the UV5R has. Um, but then again, the prices on those are all over the map as well. This one seems to be a little bit different in the sense that it it not only um, it's it's not only comparable to the UV5R in features, but also in price. And in addition to that, it seems to be a, built a lot more durable than the UV5R. That's my take on it. Yeah. Now, I've spent a lot of time with the UV5R over the years. I think we all have. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So One way or another. I'm not going to pretend that I've put as many miles on this THUV88 as I have on my my trusty UV5R. And it always sits on my desk for some reason. And uh, it's my... Like the radio that I grab if I need to, to try something out because, you know, I just know how to program it from the keypad. And, you know, I've, I've done that so many times. But I, I like this TYT better. I mean, picking it up, it's a heavier radio. It feels solid. more durable. Um, it feels like a real business grade radio. You know, the thing is about the UV5R is that in a way it just seems too – too much like a toy in some aspects. And I've heard some yeah. people call it that, but um, this doesn't feel like that at all. No, this this feels more like a, a I guess, a real radio. Mm-hmm. Um, a real radio. <laughs> yeah. The UV5R kind of has the feel like, you know, some of those uh, GMRS or FRS bubble pack yeah. radios that – UV5R has that kind of feel to me, even though it is a, a powerful radio and it – as well, a, it, it doesn't. Features. It doesn't help that Balfung has has taken that the UV five R and and made into all these different candy color kind of things. You know, where it it makes it even look more like a toy than than it really is. And look, the UV five R is not a toy. I mean, it's it's no. a very powerful little handheld, but it it comes across as one just from the look and feel of it oftentimes. And it doesn't help when Balfung makes it, uh, and I know some people don't have any problems with the different colors, but personally me, I think it cheapens the radio when you make it all these little candy color designs and things like that. That's just me. But, um, right. You know, but this, this looks like a real radio. Yeah. It's, uh, that, that's one thing I like about it. The other thing I like about it, is the display. It, it's a better display mm-hmm. than the UV5R. It's superior. It's um, it's like a dot matrix style display, but it's mm-hmm. it's uh, a very bright background. It's it's more visible on angle. Um, so the display is better and the radio feels better, feels more solid, more durable. And the features seem to match up pretty well with what a UV5R can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so... 
I like the TYT better. I I really do. Uh, now, there's some things that I would say are negatives for the TYT, and it is mainly just that um, the UV5R is so popular. And, you know, if you search the internet for how to do something on a UV5R, you're going to find 50. find something. Exactly. And you're not going to find that with the TYT. So if you're looking for support or something like that, the, the TYT is uh, is not going to be there yet. Guess we're going to have to make some videos, huh? <laughs> yeah, we need to get to work. <laughs> um, but also, like, the chirp support. I think that's big for the UV5R, being mm-hmm. able to... Yeah, that um, that is definitely a, a plus for that radio. I wish someone would add um, chirp support for the THUV88. That would that would really go a long way. Send but, one of these off to the chirp people. But um, there are, um, program programming-wise, this will work with the same programming cable that will program a UV5R. Mm-hmm. So that's positive. Well, Anthony, you, I think you've probably spent more time with that radio than, than, than either of us have. I mean, what, what are your takeaways from this? You think it really is a UV5R killer? I mean, or? I think as far as if you want something a little bit more durable and got an extra five bucks to spend, <laughs> then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's in your budget. Hey, that's 15% at this price point. Right, right. But, I mean, it's um, – again – uh, this one did come with a manual, and it's but it's like all the rest of the TYT manuals. It's not um, very helpful, but it's it 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 basically does the same thing that the programs the same way as the the Baofeng does. The uh, the only thing that I that I found that I don't care for. And we were talking about this earlier. Is I was trying to use it earlier or yesterday to um, do some testing, and I needed to change from a 0.6 offset to a 5.0 offset. On the Baofeng, it's just a matter of zero zero five zero zero zero, and it's good. You can't do that with this one. You, you you've got to do a. Um, it's a button press on the arrow key, and to to go up, and it's not. You can't hold the button down either. It's. Oh, so you just got to keep clicking, you keep clicking, and so clicking, and clicking until you get there. Ooh. Ten minutes yesterday, you know, I got carpal tunnel in my thumb now from having yeah. to press that thing up. But, you know, that can get, get old up. fast. But <laughs> point six to five is a big jump, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I recommend. You know, I've used the software before to program one, and it was it programmed um, pretty simply. I mean, for me, because I program a lot of radios, but I, I think if they could add chirp support to that, it will be uh, definitely a, a game changer. That's good to know. But I like the feel of it. I mean, I think it's, you know, I was excited to get this radio in when they said, hey, I want to send you a demo. You know, I was pretty excited about it because TYT seems to always come out with something that's um, pretty intriguing. You know, pretty much any radio they've ever sent us, we started to carry. You know, we can't say that about a lot of other folks that have said, hey, we're going to send you this uh this ocean radio or this Baofeng radio or, or this Rativas radio. And yeah, they just didn't make the cut. Well, this one definitely made the cut. That's for sure. So, uh, this one's going to, this generally goes for what? 39. Yeah. 39 99. And it's, it's on special right now. I think for while supplies last, I guess it's at 35 bucks right now. Uh, yeah, this is a very, very limited time offer. So, uh, it's going to be ending soon. So if, uh, 
If you want to get one of these at that price, you, you better better do it now. Of course, of course, you can, even after the sale's over, you can use promo code SHOW at checkout and save 5% off your order. Well, that applies for the VGC radio as well. So uh, we forgot to mention it earlier. Yeah, yeah. Or, or really anything at our site at buy2wayradios.com. Yeah, anything. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Uh, any more uh, comments on the on any of the, either of these radios? Uh, I don't think so. We need we need really need to do a video on this um, yeah. THUV eighty eight. It, it more was, videos. I mean, from as interested as people <laughs> seem to be from that email, we probably need to to do something. Maybe we need to do keep with the clickbait theme and do a UV five R versus <laughs> THUV eighty eight showdown video or something. Yeah, we could show there them like go. button hit. Boom, boom. Can you put explosions in there? We still we need to do the we. We've been talking about doing a drop test for some of these radios in the past. I think we still need to do that. Some get on the roof and just you know take a video of dropping these things. And, and then can you like doing. add an explosion once it hits the ground? Sure, sure. Why not? I, th- I would put, put my money on the UV eighty eight. I think it would last. I think on a drop. Yeah. I oh compared to the five R. Yeah, I think definitely so. I mean, I think the I think definitely it's like the bale thing's maybe a snowflake. We need to test that out. Then we need to make that video. And, you know, and, and, and do we've it. sold a lot of UV five Rs, and they don't come back. Yeah, that's that's, true. that's, that's that, that is I, true. I gotta say, I, I, surprising. Maybe they're so inexpensive, people that don't want to worry about it. People knock them all the time, you know. But yeah. but there's a. I'd say there's more people that like them than people that knock them. I think there's more fans of the UV5R than the haters. I mean, they, they work really well. I mean, the, the, yeah. the knock I've heard is it's, you know, these radio, both of these radios are built with the like radio on a chip type technology. They're not true super heterodyne receivers. So you, you, the receive isn't as great as, uh, would be on a better quality radio. For what you're paying and what you get, that's my thing. It's can't be thirty five bucks, right? See, we're not we're not advertising for seven hundred dollars. Well, the UV five R does have kind of a cult following, so around the world, so um, it's going to be tough to to say that any radio could be a UV five R killer. Yeah. But you never know. I see a lot of those bail things at Hamfest. People yeah. carrying a lot of the people like that radio because they can throw it in their front shirt pocket. It's probably responsible for getting a lot of people into ham radio. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah. I yeah. agree. I mean, that's always been my number one thing when people come in here after, you know, getting their, or even a ham fest, if somebody gets to pass their test, they'll come up and they, they want to buy, you know, let me see. Yeah. I'm going to like this hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, I passed the test. Well, it, let me spend 30 bucks on it's a, radio. It's a low barrier to entry. Yeah, it lowered tremendously the barrier to entry to get into ham radio is the mm-hmm. thing. Instead of spending $200, $250 to get into the hobby, now you can spend $40. Right. The, the thing is that uh, the hobby needed that shot in the arm when, when it came along. It came along at the right time because I, I think when the hobby – there was this ebb and flow, and, the, and people were concerned the hobby was waning, and people weren't getting into ham radio anymore, and the and the the old guard was dying off, and what was going to happen to ham radio at that point? And then this thing comes along, and it it was kind of a shot in the arm, I think, in a sense for the for the hobby. Well, that's what I'm hoping with this radio, this VGC, is I think that for a while there, ham radio was being killed by smartphones. The, yeah, the kids yeah. were going. Why? I, I got a smartphone here that I can 
do this and do that. Well, now you're combining your your smartphone with the the ham radio aspect of it. So maybe that'll bring some more people in. Um, you know, it's so far so good. I certainly hope so. Well, we'll see how that how that shakes out. Well, we have a couple of comments and questions from our blog and our forum at uh, twowayradioforum.com, and actually they're all questions this time, it looks like. Uh, the first one comes from Bert, and he says, I have several Vertex Standard VX261s that we use at work. I'd like to purchase some Retivus uh, RT22s. Is it Retivus or Retivus? I don't know. But uh, the RT22s, yes. yeah, <laughs> just for how small and lightweight it is in comparison to the Vertex Standard VX261s. Are they compatible and have the ability to radio each other using either of the two radios? Thank you. And that's from Bert. Um, as long as you program them the same. I mean, yeah, it has to be programmed. If you've got a UHF 261, you got to have a UHF Retivus. Um, more than likely, they're not going to talk out of the box. I mean, there's going to be some work that's involved on your end. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, I mean, if you're worried about type acceptance and things like that, it's probably not a legal radio to use. Good point. Good point. Um, the next one comes from Jeff, and uh, he says, I'm having trouble inputting a frequency on the two-meter band beyond 148 megahertz. For example, I have tried several times to input my local NOAA frequency of 162.400, but it gives me a tone and reverts back to a frequency between 144 and 148. Any reason why that happens? Uh, and that's from Jeff. What radio is it? That Well... Uh, yeah, it's a it's a TYT TH seventy eight hundred. It's locked. Yep, it's locked. That's an easy one right there. Question is, how does he unlock it? Can he unlock that one TH seventy eight hundred to receive frequencies outside the band? That um, that radio is probably not type accepted for business use. So TYT has it locked down to just the ham bands. The uh, frequencies he mentioned one forty four to one forty eight is the two meter ham band. Mm-hmm. So the radio must be locked. Um, there is like a secret way to unlock them, but I don't know if, if TYT, you know, as a dealer, we know. I don't know if if that's public knowledge, so I don't really feel comfortable on the podcast telling you here, here's how to unlock your radio and make it work on frequencies that it's not supposed to work on. And uh, this one comes from uh – ES1, and he's asking about TYT MD9600 programming. He says, I see a lot of info on increasing the contacts up to 100,000, but it looks like it involves older firmware. If the radio is already on 6.003, can it still be done? And that's from ES1. So, yes, you just have to, it doesn't, you don't have to put older firmware in. It's just a matter of you've got, you got four different firmwares every time. You've got one for your recordings which is what they usually ship them with. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got one for your CSV files for contacts. Mm-hmm. So it does away with all that memory space for, for that. And then you got some for the G, uh, the GPS versions that have the same thing. So yeah, you don't, ha- you don't have to go to an older firmware. It's just a, uh, you have to put the correct firmware in. So it ships with memory dedicated to recording, correct? but you can flash it with the, CSV or contacts firmware. Right. I think they call it a, I think they call it a CSV is what they, CSV, I think it usually yeah. starts with a, yeah. I think the one for recording is like a, 
a P dot P six point zero three in the CSV is a V six point zero three. Um, don't quote me on that, but it's that's how it's going to look. You but, know, we have a. He's probably looking at our blog post. I think we have a blog post that says here's how to flash it to right. the context version, and we we probably have an uh, older, an older one, version of firmware yeah. linked to that we yeah, need. Yeah, because I think six point zero three is the newest that's out right now. That was done a year ago or whatever. So. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess it does it for our comments and questions this uh, episode. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, and myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com, which uh, the forum's pretty active these days. We get a lot of uh, we have a lot of participation going on in the forum. So you, know, you get, check in, uh, look around. You know, check around first before you start asking questions because the question might already have been answered somewhere. But if you don't find uh, the answers to what you're looking for, then you know, feel free uh, to post, and and someone will. Someone's sure to um, respond, and you uh, should be able to get your questions answered there. You can subscribe to the Two Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com. Of course, on hear it on um, Apple Podcasts, Blueberry.com, Google Podcasts, everywhere we can hear podcasts. Uh, we're all over the place Spotify, uh, your Amazon Echo, or Google um, Home Device, you know, anywhere. Just uh, you can hear it. Anytime, anywhere, 24-7, all around the globe. But you right. probably figured that out because you're listening to us right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, before we go, any any uh, final comments? No? Nope. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. And uh, please make use of that. That's what it's there for. It's for you, our listener of the Two-Way Radio Show. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoy. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're... Oh.